Hey Rollers, you may have noticed that this week's episode is a part one and a little shorter than usual. This episode, once recorded, came out to a little under two hours and even after significant editing was still a bit too large. We've split what was this week's episode into two parts for my sanity and to make the workload more manageable. We hope you enjoy. Hey yo rollers, it's your boy Jay Malt. If you like original tabletop RPG adventures, join our Patreon for all original content like one-page dungeons, one-shot adventures, as well as original monsters, traps, and items. We create new stuff every month so that even if your DM isn't fully prepared, you can save the day. Check us out at patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. There was, um, on Brandon's photo or Brandon's image he just shared, uh, there was a comic in like the early 2000s called Man Man. And he was an eccentric millionaire who had been bitten by a radioactive man and been granted all the powers of a man. I love that. I would love if a radio or if a eccentric millionaire got bit by an eccentric billionaire. <laughs> Cash man. <laughs> they call him Cash Money. Call him Johnny Cash. He goes around killing men just to watch them dying. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. assume to be the morning there are no windows here and you're not able to really see the pass of time but you wake up all of you on the floor in your bedrolls a little creaky in the back but overall you've gotten rest you feel a lot better than you have any right to feel you feel full you feel rested after feeling like you went through the ringer has anything changed in the shop um, when you step outside of Moonsy's room and into the shop proper, 
yes, you notice that there are several different items. Yay, Some of the items are still there, but there is nothing new in the discount bin. Ah, is the bucket still in there? The bucket is still in there. Chapman, are you going to buy the bucket? I feel better than I have any um, right to feel. I don't feel right feeling so right. How big is the bucket? Uh, the bucket, it, it's probably the size of like a milk pail. Um, Tosa grabs the, um, the bucket and puts it on the counter. Cool, that's three gold. Mm-hmm. Solinar, with the buns that you have per- that you ate, and the rose-colored glasses that you got, you're gonna owe Moonzy three gold. Uh, you know what, Moonzy? Let's go ahead. Let's make that a nice even five gold, and I'll just take however much rice that is. Absolutely, my friend. And he gives you uh, like four packets. Hell yeah. Man, I'm hoping that we do not get super hungry the instant we walk back out that door, because that is not a pleasant feeling. Boat, you're gonna owe him like one gold. For my puppet? Oh, yeah, you have the puppet. Uh, You one gold for the puppet and then like one gold for the buns. So you owe him two gold. I'll I'll spend a further three gold for for more buns. Okay, cool. You will re- you're gonna receive the same number of packets that Solinar did. It's okay. How many how many was that? Uh, four, I believe. Okay. You said four for three gold. Yeah. Yeah, because it gets some too. And how many are in a pack? Like ten. So you just bought forty meals. Yeah. Well, describe the puppet to me, because like you just said, it was sort of like. Not anybody specific that I could point out, but what does it look like? It's well sewn, if a little juvenile. Mm-hmm. The fabric is too nice to be very to be cheap, but not nice enough to be very very fine. There, there is an embroidery on it that looks to be decoration, but it seems to shift when you look away from it. Well, that's interesting. I'm gonna slip it on my hand. Do I feel any? powers like does the power of the infinity stones course through my arm as i put on this puppet it does not feel like you just put on the infinity gauntlet what does it feel like nothing it feels like you just put on a put a hand puppet on your hand do i I, so i don't immediately feel like a super ventriloquist no you don't really feel any different i don't have superman's well-known silver age power of super ventriloquism you don't feel any kind of strangeness hmm does the super ventriloquism work just on the puppet, or can I make other things look like, sound like they're talking? You can make other things sound like they're talking, but they will always be giving insightful and cutting insults about you. Okay. So, like, you could make Solinar talk. Like, you could make the voice be coming from Solinar, but it would be insightful and cutting insults to you. So... All I can, so basically all I'm doing is Gravy Boat himself does not get to dictate what is said. He just basically thinks ventriloquism that way and an insult is hurled at him. No matter what you open your mouth to say, mm-hmm. the there will be a disconnect between brain and mouth and the mouth will say something other than what the brain wanted. Okay, so it sort of takes over my, my brain. A little bit, yeah. Okay. So. It's less taking over your brain and more taking over your mouth, but yeah. It's an illithid puppet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mind flayer live at the live at the joke hut. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Man, he's really starting at the beginning of his career here. Yeah. Um. All right. So Gravy Boat starts just sort of playing with the puppet on his hand, just sort of getting used to how it feels. How does it feel inside? Is it like made of like a felty material or the inside is very like silky and smooth and it's very cool. Despite the sort of felty appearance of the puppet, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel hot. Oh, okay. So you won't get gross, sweaty hands. Okay. So Bo's playing around with the puppet and he holds it out like in front of him and starts to make it like he, he in his head wants to make it say like, Oh, hello. Blah, 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 blah. But uh, it, uh, the puppet instead just sort of like looks up and down like at gravy boat like sizing him up and he's like oh gravy boat more like gravy gut you need to watch out or you're gonna die from heart disease <laughs> alita is going to whip her head around and go boat wow it was the puppet it wasn't me but it was you're does anybody else want to take this one the puppet the puppet looks around at everybody and looks back at boats like this guy's too stupid to come up with a better lie than that. You know it's the truth. It's like being cussed out by Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... oh, oh, hey, Gravy Boat. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Lindsay, is the puppet evil? No, no, just very insulting. <laughs> also, I'm really excited because if Moonsy knows this like he does, there is the chance that Moonsy put it on his own hand. <laughs> Can Moosey insult him? Wait, put that puppet on Moosey's hand right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is my puppet. (laughs) Um, Alita is going to finish up her transaction with Moonsey, stash away the buns in her bag, but not before giving one of the completed ones that were left over from what Solinar did to Felix. Okay. Have we finished up here? Uh, I just... Moonsy, you got anything stealthy? I have what I have shown you. It does look like I have a few things here and there, but would would this do you, friend? And he holds up a cloak that is uh, has two sharp points, not like bladed sharp, but the fabric is cut to points in the back. Um, and it's made of like this dark navy material that doesn't feel like any material you felt before. For context for Josh, it feels kind of like a wetsuit. We're off to a good start. What is this? It is a cloak for breathing underwater and swimming quickly. Hmm. Or we have the hat of breathing underwater. It might be handy to have two of us be able to go underwater and not have to worry about things. What up? What are you what are you looking for for this one here, Moonsy? Finances are not exactly flourishing, but uh maybe maybe. This one would be three thousand gold, my friend. <laughs> 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 Those finances are not fine. Uh I think I'll pass for now, thank you, friend. Uh I uh, uh Oh god. Was that a cloak of the manatee? Manta Ray. Manta Ray, rather. <laughs> yes. I yeah. want a cloak of the manatee. I will yeah. go ahead and make you a can, cloak of the manatee. In the cloak you of can, the manatee, a lot, it casts, uh, it, what's the, what's the friend spell? 
Is it called just called oh, friend? It's just called yeah. friend. Probably. Yeah, it has an aura of friend. Uh, I, that I, is. I do beautiful. want to say the cloak of the mandarin is already super cute. Oh, it, it is a pretty. Is there an image? I was it gonna is say pretty, it's pretty cute. I mean, not super. It's a pretty cute, dope cloak. I was gonna say the uh, the cloak of the manatee instead of having like a radius friend cast constantly, uh, it only works when you're not in combat. Like you have to, you have to not do any acts of violence while you're wearing the cloak of manatee, or it stops working. Cloak of the manatee, though, it, you should be able to put it on and be mistaken for a mermaid by by drunk sailors. Ooh, yes. Oh, yes. Is absolutely, <laughs> absolutely true. I'm uh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on on that. That's fascinating. It's wonderful. Uh, I don't, I don't think we have that much money in the entire party. I don't know that we've ever had that much money in the entire party. I completely understand. He folds it and puts it back on the shelf. Uh, Moonsy, do you do credit? <laughs> I do not, my friend. The last time I extended credit, the fellow died. The bank of Moonsy in deficit. Now, when you say the fellow died, is that because you sent uh, debt collectors after him and they killed him? No, he was murdered by a black dragon priestess. Oh, okay. Hey. I like it. Moonsy's like, no, he was murdered by a black dragon priestess. I know a lot of the details, you know, I, but, uh, you know, I don't know much about it. I, anything could have happened to him, really. His final words were, curse you, Moonzy. You. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I hear, at least. That's what I hear. All right. I think, I think that's, uh, I've got what I've come for. Oh, wait. You had, you had healing potions. I did. Uh, how, much, how much for your healing potions? You had, you had two healing potions? I have two varieties. I have a potion of healing and a potion of greater healing. All right. Uh, well, that's great. I mean... It does sound like it would be great to have greater healing potions. How much for those? Uh, two hundred gold. Oh, how much well, for the, how much for the healing potion? Fifty gold. Per per uh, how many how many do you have? Uh, it looks like I have three of the regular ones here. I'll take one of each. One of the regular healing potions and one of the greater healing potions. Yes. So you're going to spend two hundred and fifty gold. Yes. Man, right, so go ahead incredulous. And subtract that. Go ahead and subtract that from your inventory. Solonar. Go ahead and take your credit and get ready to have a visit from a black dragon <laughs> priestess. <laughs> Solonar looks looks around at the rest of the group and he's like, now I know what you're thinking, but if we have this and we need it, we're going to be so glad. I don't know if we should be spending all of our money like this, though. I did not spend all of my money. You're being very spendthrifty. Uh, look, whatever is in this sh a temple and is causing all of the grossness and all of the... I'm, I'm assuming that's where the hunger comes from and just generally the awfulness. Uh, we're going to have to deal with that. And you and I both know that. And I want to be ready. I want to be so ready. The puppet raises up and looks at Boat. And it's like, better to be a spendthrift than a hungry old skinflint wearing worn out clothes that he hasn't changed in, in months. You haven't changed in months? I've changed my clothes. He's just referring to the fact that I've got this one unitard that I wash and then put back on. 
It's getting a little oh my threadbare. God, you've been wearing that same unitard this whole time. It's just getting a little threadbare. Yeah, he's, they, I think I think threadbare is a pretty generous way of putting that gravy boat. <laughs> Nobody wants to see any of that. He takes it off and bathes in the river and washes it while he's bathing in the river. This is standard practice. I mean, that's I I've only got the two outfits myself. I do the same thing. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna, Moonzy, I'm gonna buy one of these potions. I, I bought a bunch of health potions for us, but I think that they're all on the cart. Oh, did something happen to your cart, my friends? Yeah, we loaned it to Koza's family for an indefinite period of time. Oh, that was very generous of you. He puts uh, one of the regular potions of healing up. Uh, that'll be 50 gold. Koza, I've got some thoughts about that bucket when you have a chance. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, let me know anytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just gotta think it a little. I gotta think on it just a little bit. Uh, but yeah, Moonzy, we're hoping that we get to go back and grab that cart someday. It's got a lot of cool things on it, but at the same time, you know, it's been pretty. Um, it's been pretty nice to start over in a way, cause it kind of feels like we're we we grow we we we're growing without our things, you know. I understand. Sometimes it is better to not find yourself reliant on your things, lest your things own you. Yeah. Though that is much more par for the course for magical items. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened to my conductor's wand. But uh, don't worry, I'll be conducting orchestras again, Moonzy. We'll play some music together. I do not believe that I can play instruments, but it would be interesting to find out. Yeah, we'll avoid woodwinds. <laughs> All right, is there anything else you guys need to do at Moonsies? I think I'm all set, guys. Alita, did you need anything? I've already picked up some rations. There's nothing else really that I need. Do you need a cloak of the manta? With what money? I don't know. Maybe you're secretly wealthy. If I recall correctly, my understanding of currency was not great when we met. Alita. People who are really wealthy don't have a great understanding of currency, is what my dad always says. Alita, are you sure you don't want the cloak of the manta? I can't afford it. Even don't if you? I did. Don't you want a manta? Want a manta? Want a manta? <laughs> don't ya? Okay, I think the horrifying haunted temple is the better option than being here with you guys right now. While, while we're going, Moonsy, I was just going to grab a couple of these uh, the burnt rations. So you're going to get four packs just like everybody else did? Yeah. Cool. So Alita is going to go forth and open the door. As she steps out, you notice that it is not the same hallway that you entered in. I guess we moved. You find yourself standing in the armory. Waldorf is nearby, set up just as he was before uh, you guys messed with him. Wait. Hmm? I, I missed that. Did you say he was set up? Like, before? like he, he was he was set up as a standing piece of armor. Wait, so is he back to being a standing piece of armor? Yes. He was framed uh, as uh, a standing piece of armor. Uh, he was uh, set up. Uh, hello? There is no voice in the armor. Oh. Okay. Um, well, I, we were going to carry this back to the, to the other end, right? Yep. All right. Well, let's do this. We all going to take a part? 
if we could keep it all together, I feel like maybe that'd be better, but I don't know. We could... I, I was at least going to help carry, regardless of how we transport it. Okay, um, well, Koza grabs the helmet and the gauntlets. Boat grabs the chest piece. Soliner grabs the pants and boots. <laughs> the greaves? greaves? The armor pants. <laughs> Is greaves uh, the word you're uh, looking for? Uh, it sounds like you have a grievance with what with the <laughs> his choice of words. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they're called armor pants. I'm yeah. almost certain that's the technical yeah. term. I've got the armor shirt. He's got the armor pants. <laughs> Chapman has the armor hat. Is anybody grabbing the armor pants? I got them. I'll get the armor thong. <laughs> oh god, ow. No, thank you. You are able to make your way back towards the strange doll without incident or concern. However, the strange fleshy growths seem to be undulating toward you from where they are rooted. The smell is still strong, and after the comforts of Moonsy's shop, it hits you like a bus. Just What's a bus? The, ah! <laughs> it hits you with this overwhelming just stench as you walk through the halls. Oh my god, I feel like I got hit by the stink bus. But you are able to make your way back to the mannequin. Johannes says that, and the puppet comes up like, no, Boat's over here. He hasn't touched you. <laughs> I like the idea that you're holding, like, the pieces you're walking and also have the, you have the puppet up. Well, the puppet uh -huh. has a couple pieces in his hands. I like how every time I'm doing it, I'm raising my hand up to talk at me. Yeah, and it looks <laughs> like, like in real life. It looks like you're doing Oh, my a God! You've turned into Mr. Mackey from South Park! <laughs> no, Mr. Garrison! <laughs> okay. Now, children, children, we have to get this armor to the other side of the dungeon. I hate this. <laughs> Why did I do this? It's your world. All right, let's armor up this big dummy. Does it look like those gross are undulating towards us? Oh, I try not to look at them. They gross me out so much. They are rooted to the ground, it seems. And as they move toward you, it's... It, it's sort of like a weak pulsation rather than like they're like crawling towards you now. Mm hmm. They're pulsing kind of like a heartbeat. The smell is stronger here. But as you armor up the doll, you hear a loud clicking sound. The door raises up, and the smell is insufferable. Despite the fact that you have your rations, you are both starving and nauseated at the same time. You hear a slobbering, crunching sound coming from within the darkness of the room beyond you. Guys, we are the greatest at puzzles. Oh, how could it get worse? This, this whole building is just awful. It's the Temple of Funk. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna light some incense. I still got this bronze censure. Yeah. I do not want to save this funk dragon. As you step into the room, you notice that it must once have been some kind of dining hall. The growths cover the entire ceiling, as vaulted and high as it is. 
there seems to be some kind of fluid leaking down the walls. And there are parts of the flesh growths that have come up in some of the corners. The tables are scattered despite their size and barren. In the corner of the room is a hunched figure, crunching on rats and making this just disgusting, snorting, slobbering sound as it eats. As you step in, it stops. Uh, um, hello? As soon as you say that, it turns. Its body is muscular, but covered in just this huge layer of fat, making it just this enormous creature. It stands maybe about 12 feet tall, but what you notice more than anything is its head. Instead of what you would normally expect with eyes, nose, and mouth, it has two skulls, it seems, more or less, one on top of the other, making it roughly in the shape of an eight. There's no eyes or anything on this creature, just two enormous gaping mouths that mirror one another. The top tongue hangs down over the rest of its face, while the other lolls out of its mouth like a dog. There are two slits in the center of it in the center of it that look like it must function as a nose. I have a hunch that this previously hunched man is not excited to talk to us. It begins barreling towards you. The room shaking with the force of its uh, of its impact. It's using its very elongated arms to sort of, you know, push itself forward the way that you would sort of see a gorilla run. And I need all y'all to roll for initiative. How far away is uh, this uh, multi-mouth creature from me? As it was barreling towards you, it looks like it's about 40 feet away. All right. Still with the puppet on my hand, I reach back to grab my great axe. And as I'm striding forward, pull it 
from behind my back and get ready to swing it at the creature. All right, roll. That probably doesn't hit. I rolled a 13. It's a miss. Well, I've still got my momentum. I've still got my momentum. So I'm going to charge at it and do an unarmed strike. All right, roll. 24. That's a hit. We found the armor class. Yeah. I'm running at it. Uh, I miss, but I use that um, I use that momentum from my downward swing to tuck into like a Kirk roll and roll up to him and headbutt him in the chest for six damage. As you headbutt this creature, you feel a, a solid impact, but the blubber around its body sinks in and almost envelops your head. Nothing moves the blob. <laughs> Solinar, you're up. Um, Solinar's going to move about halfway up. He's going to draw attention. And then he's going to drop prone, put his feet in the air, and be like, Johannes, let's do this. Johannes has got a couple of rounds. I know. Solinar doesn't know that. And that's your whole turn. I don't I don't have a whole lot of range stuff that Solinar does. Held action. Is it wearing anything metal? It's not wearing anything at all. Okay. Oh my. That's pretty metal of it. Does it have any exposed bits? As a note, it appears to not have genitals. Darn. My whole plan was kicking it at the balls. I wanted to kick it in the groin and run away. It might have different genitals. Like the aliens from Alien Nation, you got the similar effect of a ball kick with them if you chopped them underneath their armpits. God. So let's let's experiment. All right. Um, Sometimes you wonder, like, man, my brain remembers this. It stores this in a (laughs) section of my mind, and it will never let it go. They also get drunk on lactose. Kosa, your turn. And did you say it does not have eyes? Uh, no, it has no eyes. Okay, can something without eyes still go blind? It's already blind. This is the Moonsy question. Oh, okay. Both, so both Johan, has Johannes rushed forward yet? No, he's, uh, Johannes he's a was little like, bit later. I'm going to rush forward. And he goes and he puts his feet down and he immediately slips and then starts to help himself back up. And he's like, I'm going to, this, there's weird, gross slickness on the ground. I'm coming, Selena. All right. Um, uh, uh, first, um, here, take this. And he, uh, Kosa grabs, um, Johannes's mouth, like jaw and like oh. slips a little bit of, uh, spores in there. And as you feel them surge through your body, you gain 2d6 temporary hit points. And um, let's see here. What's more important to you? Do you want strength, uh, grace, um, Are you splendor? asking? Is asking this? I'm trying to figure out. Like, he, he can't. He doesn't have the time oh, yeah, to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give you bulls. Yeah, so you, and you suddenly feel, um, <laughs> wait, that's useless. Never mind. Sorry, this is the first time I'm using this spell. Um, He's like, that's useless. He's looking at something and it's like, uh, you you reduce or enlarge an object in order to... (laughs) You know, I'm mostly worried about this. You suddenly feel a little bit wiser as you get advantage on wisdom checks. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and you also get those 2d6 temporary hit points. So I'm actually, I'm, I'm wiser. Yeah. And you're healthier. And you have 10 more hit points. <laughs> Dang. It all rushes to Johannes. He's just like, 
wow, some people in my life have led me astray in order to remove me from situations in which they were not comfortable with me being around for they thought I would destroy something that they held dearly. All right, while Johannes processes this, uh, the creature is going to swing its meaty fists at Boat, who attacked it, so it knows mm -hmm. where it is. Uh, 16 to hit. Uh, just barely. Just barely. Okay, I and, hope it makes another, and it makes another attack. It's another 16. It's barely. That's 27 points of damage. 27 points of damage. All right. Still alive. Still alive. And it is bludgeoning damage, if that helps. Doesn't well, help me. Well, he has bludgeoned some sense into you. He has not yet entered a rage. Right. <laughs> uh, Johannes, you're up. Oh, I've got my footing now. And I feel like my uh, I'm much more wise where I place my feet. Uh, Johannes sprints at full speed. He knows exactly what Solonar wants with uh, Solonar's feet in the air. He jumps and he does uh, like a sort of uh, type of handstand so he can grab Solonar's feet and do a somersault and launch him up in the air. <laughs> and that is, that is in fact almost exactly what Solonar was thinking. Uh, so as Johannes like puts hands on Solonar's feet, Solonar like springboards in and then kicks out to launch Johannes toward the creature. For that double tech, I will award you both an inspiration point. Ah, oh, hell yeah. Huzzah! Uh, what, What's a double I, tech? Am I rolling athletics? Mm-hmm. Okay. What is, is it double technique? Yeah, it's, it's from Chrono Trigger. Oh, bad news. I have a zero on athletics. I got a 19 regardless. All right, Johannes. Uh, I rolled uh, 23, not a natural. All right, what are you going to do? Uh, me in the air or, or, or someone? Yeah, yeah you leapt into the air, but you will have to come down. You do not get to say <laughs> in suspended air. Yeah, uh, Johannes, while he's in the air, he's just like, uh, he's like, wow, I've made it above the smell. My head feels so light, uh, so clear. And with the wisdom that has been granted to me, I realize I've held a great power all this time that I have not used. And it ends today as I smite with my shields. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Oh, I have two attacks now. I'm attacking with both my shields. I'm just, You're you just also, like pointing them forward, turning yourself into a lance. Yeah. You also, the way uh, Paladin Smite works, you don't have to spend the spell slots if you miss. One hit and one did not. Okay. 12 damage. All right. Cool. Johannes springs into the air. Uh, he starts, he has this brief insight in, uh, to smite. And you can see his sh he, he raises one fist of, of sh one shield up on his fist. And it kind of catches the light. And then it hits this kind of like golden, uh, uh, some would say bronzy aura. And, it, and he comes down with, uh, with uh, like a whole bunch of energy on the very top of the second mouth head of this creature. And just you can see a discharge of like holy energy go through it. The creature roars in response and, and begins to sort of claw at its back where you've landed. Oh, am I on its back? Mm-hmm. I imagine your shield is stuck into it and you're using that to hold yourself on. Got it. I was wondering if I was holding some handles. Which is sort of yucky, but... Mm -hmm. And Alita missed, so we can go ahead and move on to boat. Okay. So, um, it's attacked me, but I'm still right there, right? Yeah. So, let's get ready for this one. 
Uh, so Boat's got this puppet on his right hand. He looks up and he just sort of like shoves the puppet down a little bit further uh, onto his hand. Are you going to use it to work yourself into a rage? No, 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 no. Even better than that. Even better than that, I say. I say, I say. Said it had like instead of eyes, mouth, um, ears, and nose. I thought you were gonna say it has a mouth, 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 and mouth. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's what it looks like. It's the it's whenever somebody uh, does that Photoshop thing where they just take the mouth and they just <laughs> <laughs> those are great. 